Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So we looked at yesterday in chapter one how the midwives feared God over fearing man, uh, which is such a cool thing. And the Lord uses their faithfulness to deliver um, a savior, someone that he's going to use to bring his people out of Egypt. And there, that is where we meet Moses here in Exodus chapter two. And so let me just give you a rundown of Moses's kind of life here depicted in chapter two. So immediately the main figure, the main character is kind of met and we meet him as just a baby. And again, Moses is the recipient. Moses is uh, maybe not the recipient, but the outcome of a Hebrew woman being faithful and, and protecting her son, protecting life in the midst of a government who is telling her to kill life and abort life. And so she she's protecting life. She has the son. She protects him for three months. Um, but after three months, she realizes that she can't hide him and, and the rule and uh, people are going to be able to begin to notice that, man, there's, there's something different with this lady and she's actually uh, hiding and harboring a newborn baby. And so what's amazing is the Bible says in Exodus chapter two, that this mom, she takes Moses and she places him in a basket and she puts him in the Nile river. She, she lets him go down the river. And, and what's funny is the, the chapter one ended with Pharaoh commanding them, commanding the people to, to throw the babies in the Nile river, that that was the way they were going to be killed. But this mom places him in a basket, places her son, Moses in a basket and pushes him in the Nile river. And what's amazing is that we see the providence of God here just on full-fledged display because this basket washes up to one of Pharaoh's daughters who's who's bathing um, probably with some handmaids and stuff in the river. She's bathing there. The basket washes up and she finds this cute, adorable baby, right? And then you have Moses' sister who actually was tracking the basket along the edge of the river to make sure that nothing was happening to, to Moses and nothing was going to happen to the baby. So the sister runs up to Pharaoh's daughter and says, hey, do you need someone who can help you, right? Do you need someone who can help you raise it? And the, the Pharaoh's daughter says, yes, I do. So Moses' sister runs back and gets Moses' mom. And Moses' mom is actually able to help raise Moses in Pharaoh's palace. That's amazing, right? That the, the providence of God is just being flexed right here, how God is working all of these things out. Now, I just encourage you, you know, we went through the book of Esther on a Wednesday night a couple weeks ago where it took us 10 weeks to go through it. And uh, the providence of God was such a major theme. That That is not just a theme that's strictly located to the book of Esther. I mean, the providence of God is a theme that we see so much in God's word, and it's on full display here, that, that God protects Moses, that God uses his mom, and his mom actually gets to raise her son, which is amazing. And, and so you have Moses, and the Bible jumps ahead to verse 11 uh, to the fact when he gets a little older, right? Um, the, the Bible gets here to verse 11 and uh, it has Moses he's grown up and Moses is walking out and remember the Israelite people are enslaved they're in bondage and Moses sees an Egyptian that's beating an Israelite man and Moses actually kills the guy but Moses actually becomes a murderer he buries the Egyptian in the ground and he thinks that no one sees him but the next day he goes out and he sees two two Hebrew men arguing back and forth and he tries to split it up and uh, and kind of call peace to the situation but the guys are like 
hey, are you going to kill us like you did that Egyptian man? And so Moses realizes that people actually know what he did. So the Bible says that Moses flees off to this land called Midian. He, he flees out to Midian there. He, he meets a man. He meets a shepherd and actually marries uh, this uh, man's daughter whose name is Zipporah. And so that's kind of where Moses' life is laid out. And that's really the picture that chapter 2 paints of us. Moses is born. He's placed in a basket. He's raised by his mom, uh, but in a Pharaoh's daughter. So he's kind of got this Egyptian knowledge too. Um, and then Moses kills an Egyptian man and flees uh, for the fear of being caught and found out. And so that's where we are. And, and really the beautiful verse in chapter two, and again, I hope you read this. I hope you take time to read chapter two, but the beautiful verse I want to draw our attention to today is in chapter 23 through 24, where it says this. It says, during those many days, the king of Egypt died. And the people of Israel groaned because of their slavery and cried out for help. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God. In verse 24, God heard their groaning. And God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. God saw the people of Israel and God knew. So there, there again. God hears his people and he remembers the very thing that he promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He remembers that he's going to bring them into a great land. He remembers that he's going to use them and, and give them many descendants. He remembers that he's going to bless all the people on earth through them. God hears them and he remembers his covenant that he made with their forefather. So this God just encourage you that today... As you are a child of God, when you cry out to the Father, God hears you. He hears you when you cry out. He hears you in the midst of, of your school day. He hears you in the midst of your car, in your room, in, in a church service. When you cry out, God hears you, and he remembers. If you are in Christ, he remembers. He remembers the sacrifice that his son made for you. He, he remembers that you have been becoming, and you have became a son or daughter of God. God hears you, and he remembers all that he has given you in Christ. And man, what a beautiful thing to know that we have a heavenly Father whom when we call, he does not turn a deaf ear. Whom when we call, he does not just ignore us or put us on hold, but he hears us when we call. And that's such a beautiful picture that we see in Exodus chapter 2. That when God's people call out, even in the midst of slavery, God hears them. And I just want to set this up for you because God he heard them. He remembered his covenant and God is about to show off. Remember back in our first podcast for the book of Exodus, God is a God who saves. That's what we're going to learn here. God is a God who saves. And we're about to see that salvation plan set in motion in Exodus chapter three, because it's there that God calls Moses. But the thing to take away from here, we meet Moses, we see his story, and we see that God is a God who hears his people and God remembered his covenant, and God is about to act in a pretty awesome way. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock, and we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.